Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Tom, your old buddy, right? That's right. I'm here in Los Angeles doing the best show on a Tuesday night. This is going to be one that's slightly more lean and mean. We'll have a longer one coming next week. But I want to get the show out every Tuesday for you. So we did a show where I talked to my good friend, Brett Davis, and... My other good friend, not that I only have two good friends, I have so many good, I couldn't count how many good friends I have. Don't you put me on the spot like that. I've got, well, this might be the only other one. Anna Saragina is on the show, who was on earlier this year and was so much fun to meet. And then she did the Grown Ups 3 reading and was hilarious at it and... She has become one of my new favorite funny people. So, you got Brett, who we know is funny, and Anna, who we know is funny. Old friends, bookends, 
new friends, the other bookend. How about that? Yeah. How's everybody doing? It's uh, deep into the uh, the quarantine, the pandemic. Um, I went to the grocery store, as I am wont to do, and I went there, and there were two fellas online in front of me. Everybody's wearing masks, and everybody's spaced the way you're supposed to be spaced. And then the one guy starts talking about how, um, yeah, how this whole thing is, uh, BS and how, uh, they're holding us down and taking our rights away. And then the other guy goes, yeah, but I mean, this whole thing was created by 5G. And then it was like, oh, okay. You two, two new buddies found each other. Burgeoning friendships. So exciting to watch the 5G guy have a little moment with his new best friend the I'm going to push back because they're taking my rights away guy I want to go outside too I'm so tired of being inside it's not fun I'm supposed to watch his Jerry Seinfeld stand up thing over and over 17 minutes in I can't take it guy flaunting his wealth in all our faces you know your life sucks my life sucks too well maybe not as bad as your life oh we get it you're rich we get it you did it you got rich ay with this guy he's trying to prove everybody he did it what do you gotta say that'll do pig it's not your fault. Which one of these things we got to tell this guy to get him to cool out? We know he's wealthy and successful and succeeded. It's all a victory lap now. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, I just want everybody to stay healthy. And uh, I've lost a friend of mine's father passed away. And I, it's just so sad. Um and I hope everybody's staying as healthy and safe and sane as they can. couple things I want to tell you all about. Um, Double Threat, baby. That's the podcast I'm doing with Julie Klausner. And it is the funniest. You like me? You like Julie? You like that team up? Well, look out, Jack. Double Threat's on the way. New episodes go up every Monday. And the most recent episode is me and Julie talking about all sorts of things and making each other laugh. And it's really, it is such a good time to do. And it's a fun show to listen to. And it's on Forever Dog, the Forever Dog Network. So get up to speed with that. Check it out. You're going to like it. Tell everybody about it. Subscribe. All of that. So far is a show I'm doing as a with uh, uh, Jason and Mike and Pat. We're doing that over on the Patreon, the Best Show Patreon, which is the the way you support the Best Show is to give to the Patreon, b- patreon.com slash 
the best show. And it's me and Pat and Jason and Mike going year by year, record by record, through the entirety of the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young discography, both collectively and separately and solo, and it is something else. New episodes of that, I believe, come out on Sundays, so I think it's Sunday. You just check the Patreon. They're going up, and it's great. I love it. What else we got? Oh, yeah. On uh, Safety Brothers got their podcast, uh, their radio network, Alara FM, Alara, E-L-A-R-A dot FM. And I did an extended sound collage music set. Uh, Bad Time is the name of my show over there. Get it. Um, so that's up. I'll do another one of those. That was fun to do. And if you listen to, um, there's a show up there, Ralph, the music man, Stanley, classic rock DJ. I love it so much. It's so funny. It's one of the things that's making me larf as we navigate this nightmare. Episode five of that. Mm, check it out. You might hear a uh, familiar voice calling in. Not going to say more than that. Who knows? Check it out. But I'm here. I'm working on my book. I'm working on some TV stuff. Trying to cope, trying to get through, doing the best I can. I know you're doing the best you can. If you've got, if you're struggling, you're allowed to struggle. It's 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 all okay. I would say we're we're all we're all dealing with this conundrum that on one hand you hear that uh Shakespeare wrote King Lear during a quarantine. And that's one pole that is unachievable. And then the other pole is to completely give up and just fold in the face of this and that's the other poll and that also is we should try to get past that it's okay to be in the middle somewhere good days bad days just take care of yourself the way you can take care of yourself and push yourself the way you can push yourself you 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 do what you can just try that's all i'm asking just try i'm trying you try So we'll all keep trying. We'll all keep hanging in there together. Now, let's listen to our interview recorded with the 25-foot mic cable with Brett Davis and Anna Saragini. Hey, it's the best show. What's going on? It's your friend Tom, right? It's me here. I'm in Los Angeles, and guess what I'm doing? I'm doing another one of my drive around episodes and. Boy, do I have, this one's like a two for the price of one. This is stacked. This is just the wattage on this one. 
you're not going to believe. Get ready. We've got one of the top comedians in the business. Her name is Anna Anna Saragina. Anna Saragina. Perfect. Is that the right way? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Do people say Gina? They do, and they wouldn't be incorrect to do so. All right. It doesn't drive you nuts a little bit? Well, it's actually, so, not to not to dwell too much on my past, but it's actually the correct pronunciation in Russian, but I've Americanized it so that, sure you know, to blend in. So, to fit in. To fit in. Yeah. Peer pressure, good old-fashioned peer pressure. To be a pressure. cog of the machine, man. Yeah. yeah. You rolled over, and you went from... Gina to Gina. Yeah, I, I go, I, I mm-hmm. got to give up my ways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you weren't trying to fit in, like, would make it like Gina, like the character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, that's like, why. That's why. Yeah. You're like, her name's... I look at her, I go, feminist icon. Everything she's got, I want. I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you saw her when you were a young child. Five, six, something like that. You were just like, please, someday. One day, when I get out of this country. I will be. That's the only thing they stream in Russia, actually, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Exactly. Yeah. I will. That's the only <laughs> thing that plays there. Yeah, as yeah, aspirational. Might, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I might... Uh, I there might you go, st- you, want, you want this. I might stay here, if that's the only thing that plays there. No, you're wrong. <laughs> just viewing it through a cynic's eyes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I should be more, more, um, more optimistic, like that show Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, yeah. the one about the nice police. Yeah, the nice police. The the nice New York, yeah. the nice NYPD. Exactly. The ones that are just like up for a good old joke or two. <laughs> or two. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like there has been no. I don't watch that show. That's. Wow. Not my not my scene. If it is, more power to you. I have a great time with it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad your show's back. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Things I'll say is <laughs> the things I'll say about this. First of all, there's no a- episode of that show where like they like beat the tar out of someone. Not the ones they show in Russia, no. Okay, yeah, maybe that's kind of okay. the locals only. Sure, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but also with that show, it's. Remember when they were like, save Brooklyn Nine, or there was like that one day where it's like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's canceled. And then like- We came together as a cause. Six hours. It was like, (laughs) NBC moved in. We're just like, we're going to save Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. I went on Twitter, and then I was immediately said, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because all the people who worked on the show were like, we've got the greatest fans ever. Thank you, Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans. And then I was said, well, what if we- I said, they say their fans are the best because they saved the show. It's like, what if we get it recanceled? (laughs) And then I never got more pushback. Like, I got people were so... Oh, yeah. People were... Yeah, I did. And people were just like... I'm going to say this. Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans didn't get that I was joking. 
they were just like, uh, somebody, they're somebody used to hates the highest joy. Caliber of comedy, yeah. Tom. They're not. You can't. You they know. got on me. They said I hated joy. Yeah. Someone hates joy. Do you hate joy? Uh, I guess you don't like joy. Yeah, it's the one thing I know about you. It's like, yeah, I do like joy. I guess I don't like sitcoms. What's the kind of show you would watch, Anna? What do you watch? You watch a Big Bang Theory, a Young Sheldon? Yeah. He's got to be young, though. Yeah. He's got to be young. For me? The thing is, this is not true. You're you're like an egghead. Yeah, I'm a huge egghead. You like smart movies. Yeah, I like smart movies. That's what you mean by egghead? Yeah, (laughs) smart movies. I guess that actually means, that shows how dumb I am, that my definition (laughs) of an egghead is somebody that likes smart movies. You should tune into Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Well, I read smart books. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody might say an egghead would read, like, books, not, and... Maybe not watch movies because they're so much of an egghead. But I'm like, <laughs> you watch movies that have words on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Closed what's captioning. The, yeah. What's the best movie you saw this year? This Anna? year? Yes. From January. Or just recent, in recent memory. Recent memory. First movie that comes to mind when I say, what's the best, what's the most recent great movie you saw? Okay, I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But you're, you're going to, I'm going to get a fat I eye asked. roll in this. I don't want any attitude. You're not going to get any attitude. You're not going to get an eye roll. Are you, uh, okay. I feel like I'm going to get a little bit of attitude. You're going to get nothing. What are you You're going to call me an egghead. Not unless you say Trolls World Tour. It is. It is. <laughs> you watched it with subtitles. Yeah. I want to get the new ones. Yes. Yeah. You watched it. So what? what is the move? What is... It's okay. Is it? I wish I was smart. I'm not. <laughs> you think I like being... A lunch pail slob. Well, you hate joy, yeah. <laughs> All I do is I create joy. Oh, you now create joy. I create you, joy. You hate that which you But create. I can't okay. consume my own joy. Yeah, yeah, okay. When you... Like in a tub of your When own you self. export yeah. joy, yeah. <laughs> it is not there for importing. Right. It does not come back as joy. Yeah. It comes back as a reminder of dedicating your life to oh things. Oh, my God, sorted, yeah. To other things, yeah. yeah. Joy is not the first, not the top of the list. Yeah. Number four or something like that. It's number four, yes. Yeah. So joy is not my love language. Yeah. So what? What's a, what's the movie? You're trying to you're trying to not say the movie. I agree. Um, I, okay, honestly, uh, it's a movie called Moment of Innocence. Moment of Innocence. Yeah, it's an Iranian movie. Okay. Um, it's really good. Like Argo, I, yeah, it's Iranian like Argo. movie. It's like Argo because I saw. I saw an Iranian movie. It's called Argo. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Had uh, Ben Affleck and he really shines. Can you imagine being the person that wrote the movie Argo? Not the movie, not the Oscar-winning movie Argo, but the bad the script that they're like, this script is so terrible. Yeah. We're going to go and make this the worst movie. We have the worst script ever. But if you're just kind of like, hey, I wrote. That <laughs> You're the guy who wrote, I wrote that. So, moment of innocence. What was moment of innocence all about? <sighs> Hostage rescue. Yeah, making a. You know what I really want to talk about? But what's right. that? The new show from The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah, where they rock. Uh huh. 
Anyway. I've not watched The Bachelor. I've been watching. Did I watched. You watched Love is Blind? I watched Love is Blind. Yeah, okay. Well, you're not above that. No, I never said I was. <laughs> okay. Right. I watched Too Hot to Handle. Okay. Did you watch that? I haven't. Do you know what it's about? I, I don't know. I can only guess. Imagine a tropical island. I am. Five super hot dudes, five super hot ladies. Okay. All in skimpy bathing wear. And Could you elaborate put, on that, or well, just the one they're wearing <laughs> bikinis and and <laughs> bathing trunks, okay. swimming trunks. Um, Eloquent. So they go, they get put on this thing together, and I mean right off the bat, they're just like, "I'm gonna hook up with her, and I'm gonna like this is gonna be the time of my life." And then they find out there is a hundred thousand dollars on the table. And every time any of you morons uh, gets frisky with each other, that number goes down. Oh, yes. Okay. So now you're asking these hypersexual morons and lunatics and nice people, too. It's yeah. a mix. It's a sex, mixture. A sex positive community. I'm just saying, I'm not putting down the sex positivity. I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes... Some of them are morons, and yeah. some of them are cool. And yeah. it's, a little, it's a little mix. No, some of them are cool. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> C's candy box, right? Yeah. It's like, do you like C's candy? Oh, a huge right? C's hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head. I always say, you can seize me, eat this. Are you always saying that? Box of candy. Now you seize it. Now you don't. Let yeah. me seize no, this box. See- yeah. I see. I will seize this box of C's. Yeah. And now you seize me, seize it. And now you seize me. Now you seize the candy. Now you don't seize it because it's yeah. in my stomach. Because it's in my stomach, right? Yes. That's my I favorite part. I always say that. You're always saying And then that. you know what they say to me? Sir, this is an Arby's. Yeah. They got some banging deals at Arby's nowadays, by the uh, way. Do you know that? Wh- what kind of deals are going on at Arby's? Uh, they got, you could buy like, uh, it's like six, six for the price of one. I might be speaking out of. Six for, six what? You know what. <laughs> I don't. You do the math. The meats? Yeah, the six, meats. Six of the meats? Yeah, you can store away one? the meats. Well, Arby's is clearly going out of business then. If they're for doing, sure they are. Yeah. If they're doing buy one, they're get giving away the meats. Free, Arby's yeah, yeah. is in desperate trouble. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, so they're all on this island together. And then it's like, they're like, we caught you kissing $3,000 off. That's great. Yeah. Anytime you kiss, it should be a $3,000 Well, it is on this show. You're good. You should should watch (laughs) Too Hot to Handle. I'm sure if you want, you could put some subtitles on it if it'll make you feel at home. Yeah. Can I get some some French in there? Yeah, I can't. (laughs) Just a little. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, so yeah, I watch that. I'm currently watching... uh, Married at First Sight. Okay. Which is... A sp- is it similar to 90 Day Fiance? Uh, well, it's a thing where they all these people go in to get interviewed and see what they're all about, and then these matchmakers pair people, and they immediately get married. Nice. Like, they meet each other at the altar. No. Yes. Wow. With okay. all of the families in attendance. <laughs> yeah. The families are all there, and then... The bride will come down, and then she sees what her husband looks like. There's one or two people who are they're just looking. They're like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> yeah. And it's really, and the only way you get out of the relationship is that they have to divorce. If they have to, okay. Yes, that's the only way out of the relationship. Yeah. So 
That's the kind of stuff. That's my moment of innocence. That's your lane, yeah. Yeah. That's your Iranian cinema from the turn of the century. So what is moment of innocence about? Well, wait. Before before that, that's fine. Um, But the the Bachelor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Has a new. They have a new show. Mm -hmm. That's uh, based on. um, What's it called? Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. No, not Art of War. What's that? By who? Uh, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. A Star is Born. A Star is Born. Okay, yeah. so the premise is that it's they're trying to create couples. It's inspired by A Star is Born. Okay. So you're trying to find a partner to mm-hmm. rock with. Okay. So there's a so it's a rocking season. It fucking of the rocks, dude. Yeah. Well, it fucking rocks. To- I mean, first of all, there's one date where they go to a Guitar Center. They sit in a... The Guitar Center in Los Angeles? The one on Sunset. Okay. So glad you asked. Next to... <laughs> uh, Sam Ash, I believe? It's uh, Yeah, it's, I think it's across the street from Sam Ash. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're looking at Sam Ash. Because you're looking at Guitar Center. you got Guitar Center, then you got the Sam Ash Drum Center. Drum Center, yeah, exactly. on that side of the street. The I'm looking center. longingly across yeah. the street, mm-hmm. you know. Where's my drummer? Yeah. Yeah. So you're at the Guitar Center that has their fake Hollywood Walk of Fame, of like their rock. <laughs> yeah. Their like rock walk yeah, of, fame, rock of fame, yeah. where you look and it's the Alex Van Halen. Yeah. It's like his drumsticks in cement oh, outside. Yeah. So, wait. Although, can I tell you about my favorite rock? Yes, institution please. of Los mm-hmm. Angeles. The let me guess. The pl- actually guess. do guess. It's got to be the Viper Room. It's close to the Viper Room geographically. The Rainbow. It's not the Rainbow. The the it's the the uh, whiskey. It's not the whiskey, man. What is it? It's the Chase Bank location across the street from the Viper Room. Is that one of the ones that has coffee? I don't know if it has coffee, but I'll tell you what it does have, which is a huge guitar sculpture in the window. Oh, I know that. I inspired know exactly by the one you're talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that used to be Tower Video. Was it really? Yes, it was. Are you a Chase Bank historian? No, I'm a, a Tower historian. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it just used to be that. I know what it used to be. Okay. It used to, you're talking about in West Hollywood, the yeah. that one on the corner. Across the street from the Viper. Yeah. And then a block away from that is a hotel that's called the London, but used to be called something else, and I forget what it was called. And that's the hotel that Suge Knight held Vanilla Ice off the balcony what? to get the to get him to sign over 10% of Ice Ice Baby. No. Yes. <laughs> no. That's right. That's one block away. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then a block away from that is the where, where the Hustler Superstore used to be. Yeah, that I would drive by and I saw one time out front because they have like a, ca- a cafe, like a they ha- or I think they did. I don't think they're there anymore. They had like a coffee little 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 coffee shop, cafe, little cafe thing, society, yeah. and little tables out front. Yeah, and I saw um, adult superstar Ron Jeremy out in front of a drinking coffee. No, you did not. Yeah. So it's just the idea that like. When Ron Jeremy goes to get coffee, he goes to the most on-the-nose place. He goes to a place that sells his pornography inside (laughs) to get a latte. Perfect. Yes. Damn. So this season of The Bachelor, you have it's a rock and roll season. Dude, fucking rock. Are they doing duets and things? They're doing duets, my man. Yeah. So my favorite is, yeah, they got a date at the Guitar Center. Um, they got a date at the Dresden, which is just disrespectful to the Dresden. You heard about the Dresden, right? Have I heard about the Dresden? No, no. What's going on with it? What's going on with the Dresden? They lock, you know, they lock up all the businesses, of course. And yeah. That, 
Marty and Elaine are in there still, oh, and yeah. they're clawing at the door, clawing, begging <laughs> to get out for two months. Really, the ninety-eight-year-olds who that. have yeah. played keyboard and done things. I've been trapped yeah. inside a closed club. Damn. Wow, begging. eating her ribs, begging. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the Dresden at one point. They go to the Dresden and some, I don't know, some slack. Who do you like better, Marty or Elaine? Oh, don't make me, this is Sophie's Choice. Come it, on. It really is. Yeah. Another move, Egghead movie. Another Egghead movie, yeah, yeah. sorry, I can't help it. Yeah. They go and the the woman and the couple goes, I mean, Bernie and Elaine are... An institution. Mm-hmm. So she calls him Bernie. Bernie and Elaine. So yeah. there's... there's has got almost, Bernie on the dome, you know? You could almost say there's like... I'm not going to say that's anti-Semitic. I'm going to say it's a generalization that probably maybe comes from, adjacent. Some, from some soft anti-Semitism. Yeah. Where they're just like, eh, Bernie, Marty, <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, Bernie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, them. Yeah, them. <laughs> You know them yeah. in L.A. Them, yeah. Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. Was I that wrong by calling him Bernie? Yeah. No. Well. It used to be that you could just call Bernie, you know? You could just it call them Bernie, be. and they'd, yeah. they'd love it. They loved it, too. Hey, yeah. They, what they, 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 do they asked it. for more. Yeah. Now, what do you miss about the pre-plague years? Like, where would you be hanging out? The Dresden immediately. The Dresden. You'd be hanging out <laughs> with Marty and Elaine. Do you know, Thursdays they have free ribs. Free ribs. Do you know about that? No. Well, maybe I shouldn't say anymore, but. Well, I'm not going to eat. Oh, ribs. okay. I'm More for pay for ribs, let alone eat. It's not my. It's not my. It's not your preferred lane. It's not, yeah. It's not one of the foods I enjoy. Okay, excuse me. I'm not me. A much of a meat eater. Wow. No, sorry. I try to offer you a LaCroix. I try to offer you ribs. Yeah. Free. Nothing. Can you imagine if you had ribs on you? You're just like, want some ribs? <laughs> yeah, dude, I got ribs in the car. If you want ribs. I don't want ribs. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call your bluff on the ribs. <laughs> I do a nice COVID drop-off. It's yeah, gloves, nice COVID, ribs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, because you, 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 uh, you're out and about. I'm always out. Yeah. You're, you, you, you're living, living the L.A. lifestyle. Now, what does that mean to you? You just go around, you see your friends, and I'm going you, around. you do your stand-up. and you. I see my friends, I go, you guys got five minutes, I'm going to do some stand-up, yeah. You, you do a quick five, and you get the light. I right? get the light every oh, time. Oh, yeah. if I ever got the light, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I don't know. So you finish quickly? You go, three minutes, if no If I light. got the light, I, just, I would just stop talking. The second <laughs> yeah. they gave me the light, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I quit comedy. I would apologize. <laughs> yeah. I'd apologize, because clearly yeah. I did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I, they would give me the light. And then I would say I'm sorry, and then just leave. So your love language is apologizing. It's mm-hmm. not gifts. Yeah, my love language is what? What did I do wrong? Yeah, let me apologize now. Yeah, then be mad about it. That sounds good. My love language might be guilt too. Guilt. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard life sometimes. Yeah. You keeping your chops up, your comedy chops. You're doing. You're doing web shows. You're doing. I'm practicing things. my bits at home. Yeah. Uh-huh. How does that feel to do comedy on the on like these these like zoomy things? Awesome. <laughs> it feels awesome. Like go give me more. Um I haven't really done much. I've done 
you have a show called Goopy. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. You and wow, your friend. Yeah. Me and my friend Kyle. Not that you only have one friend. You know, you know much. the friend. You know your friend. Yeah, one of four friends. Yeah. Sure, twenty five percent. So you do that where? We, she and I did a couple of. And by that I mean two mm-hmm. one offs on Instagram Live. Okay. Um, to little, little to no response. Okay. And we've actually decided we made an executive decision yesterday to not do them anymore. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, yeah, it really breaks your heart. They're hard, right? It's hard to do a web-based thing. Yeah, I mean, also, I'm not like, I'm not getting up in the morning being like, I need to perform. You know, you're not so, feeling. You don't feel it. No, no one's really the way knocking you down said, my the door. Way you said I need to perform. That reminds me of your Seth Rogen impression when you did my iconic Seth at the Grown Ups Three table read yeah. that um, famously was organized by. Uh, Pat Byrne, yeah, and Brad mm-hmm. Dinklage, mm. who was a kid who used to call the, my show. He's one of my. It's like it's like it's a it's like a uh, David Copperfield kind of situation. It's like a Great Expectations kind of situation. <laughs> my my like he's one of the uh, the little the little rapscallions. Yeah. That would run around, and now he's a man, an adult. He's doing all right. Yeah. He's right here. How are you, Brett? Brett. What's that? Brett. Brett. Uh, I'm good. Sorry, Brett. I'm Brett. I'm I'm doing good. I'm I'm officially bi-coastal at this point Mm -hmm. because I've been stuck here in L.A. Yeah. Lipstick City, you're yeah. doing it, right? Wait, why would you give? Well, you never heard that? I've never heard. Do you that. know why? Because it's not a real thing. It's, <laughs> it's it was something that John Worcester heard Jim Rome. Do you know who Jim Rome is? No. The the kind of like agro sports broadcaster. He's a guy who talks like this, and he's just like, yeah, you know, give me your take. What's your take? Yeah. Give me a rant. Like he's always like one of those guys who's just like. Like rapid fire, kind of like tough guy talk, and then he was like, "Yeah, and here Lipstick City," and then John told me about that, and we never stopped saying it. And then that's really bad. Lipstick City, I really don't. Like so you're that. here in Lipstick City. I'm here in Lipstick City. I'm I'm loving it. Uh, mm-hmm. I spent like two weeks here pre-core, mm-hmm. and that's the amount of LA I've actually seen. Sure, those two weeks. And then I've been here for like two months. And you're seeing just four walls. Four walls and a grocery store uh-huh. every now mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's really... Um, you know what they like here, Brett, is uh, tacos. Yeah. They brag about their tacos here. Mm-hmm. You want another thing? They're good. Okay. They're good. Okay. No San Francisco. Well, Taco San Francisco, they brag about their burritos in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, fair. Very big difference. Whether you decide to seal off the top of the... Whether you decide to use a slightly (laughs) larger tortilla that can 
just be a closed circle or not. A sort of house. Yeah, exactly. A sort of socially distanced. Yeah, exactly. It and is like the social distancing. Yeah, not to be, again, not to be an egghead, but, yeah. you know. The listener yeah, can't opinion. see that Anna is just getting beat red at you dis, just dismissing the L.A. taco. I think I'm they could probably hear it, you know. I like L.A. tacos. You hear the little toot of the smoke, the steam coming out of your ears? Why a toot? Like a like a little coffee pot. Where's the ideal taco, Anna? For me? Okay. Um, yes, I like, for you. Yep. I like tacos Rizas in Echo Park. Okay. Which is the one outside of mm-hmm. Walgreens last mm-hmm. And People are always telling me about this Taco Bell. Yeah, what people are always talking about Taco Bell. Well, what that's kind that? of locals only. Uh, sure. Yeah. You kind of got to know someone. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Lipstick City, after all. Well, just think about the idea of what is what is a Taco Bell? It's the bell you ring when, you know. <laughs> but it's just like... When, when <laughs> You've it's, had enough tacos. And when it's time... So it's when you're d- done eating tacos, you, you ring the Taco Bell. Not you when you ring want the taco tacos. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're saying no moss. No moss. <laughs> I cannot eat any more of these You're disgusting not. tacos. Yeah. Because naming a business, there's so many opportunities. And then <laughs> taco, what they they the world was their was their oyster, so to speak. But they decided on a Taco Bell. Very strange, but it maybe worked for them. Maybe there was like a Taco Shack in town. Like, mm-hmm. We can't call it Taco Shack. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then it just. Next next choice for mm-hmm. word bell. bell. I go yeah. Shaq Bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shaq is a weird choice for any business. Yeah. Like, for anyone. The idea of like a radio Shaq. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so it's like technology yeah. and the bare minimum of what, con- what constitutes <laughs> yeah. housing or, or just protection yeah. from the elements. Yeah. A poles, a piece of canvas yeah. on top. And we've got the greatest electronics and we have extension technology. cords for sure. Yeah. 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 Was that, was to Radio Shack the, the greatest electronics? <laughs> well, what was the greater one? No prize. Circuit City. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where are they now? Right with Radio Shack, right, in the, right in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Might as well use dumpster as a thing. Yeah. Radio dumpster. Radio dumpster, yeah. Yeah. Let's let this car pull out here. Yeah. So, yeah, if you just do a, a taco dumpster, that would not be good, right? <laughs> yeah, if there was a business called Taco Dumpster, yeah. would you eat a taco dumpster? If, if somebody was just like, I'm telling you, it's great. <laughs> I know the name is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, like, how about the club in, in L.A., the smell? Yeah. Right? It's like the, and it's like, why do you call it that? It's like, yeah, because it's disgusting. Yeah. Here, it smells like the treatment facility next door. <laughs> yeah. I think if there's any city a taco dumpster is going to thrive in, it's Los Angeles. A taco dumpster. Yeah. 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 TD. Yeah, and then instead of the bell, the bong, it's just like a bat hitting the side of a dumpster. (laughs) Just the thud, the thud of a bat whacked against the side of a dumpster. Mm -hmm. So, good folly work. What do you? Thank you very much. (laughs) What do you miss? What do you miss from the East Coast uh, bread? You miss uh, bread. Uh, It's uh, the the pizza. Okay. So in a way, you do miss the bread. Yeah, in a way, 
And then the bagels, too. Sure. Although... You don't like the bagels here? Although I haven't really dipped my toe in it's that the world. the water is what makes New York bagels the best. The, the reason that the water is good is because they put pizza in the water. It's the water. I mean, that's the whole thing. <laughs> then there was that point where Larry King would be just like, I fly in my own water from Brooklyn. And it's like... This guy's 88 years old. There's no way. They're like, oh, yeah, Larry, this is from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, like yeah, now just came right right, right off the train from Brooklyn. Well, if you're paying, why don't you just get like Poland Spring? No, Brett, it's the water. Well, he looks great, so I can't argue with he's that. Doing, look, he's still, he's, still, he's still doing it, like Eddie Vedder said, right? Yeah, I- oh, 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 I'm still alive. That's that's him and uh, him and uh, it's Larry King singing. Larry King. Yeah. Larry King is like. Hey, what if his, what if that was Larry King's singing voice? It was just like Eddie Vedder. Wouldn't that be the weirdest thing? Like he just starts singing and suddenly he's like. He's suddenly so. Whenever he sings, it comes out like Eddie Vedder's like, Is there something wrong? She said, I think there is. You're still alive. She said, If you sang like that, that's an embarrassing first moment to like when you're jamming with your friends and be like, Yeah, this is what I sound like when I sing. Because it's an all or nothing play. It is basically saying, like, Either I sound like a rock star that is going to make millions of people thrill, or the f- four people in front of me are going to laugh me out of the room. Yeah. Like, it, like either one is valid for that voice. Yeah. Where like if you went like, all right, let's let's uh, let's do a song. And you're like, even flow all my world like butterflies, <laughs> and then your friends would be just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> or they would be just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's an either or. You've got sure. the greatest voice. You're a star. Yeah. Or they would be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could get either one would be, it's like a coin flip. Yeah, it's a coin flip. 50-50. So you miss the pizza pie. Yeah, I don't even know if I actually miss it or if that's, like, my coping mechanism. Because like, I know. Because I haven't been gone that long. When I know with you, every time I'd see you in, down in the village, yeah, <laughs> you'd go into that place on... On the corner, and you'd grab a slice, you take two bites, you throw it in the garbage, Toss you threw it, the yeah. other half in the garbage. That's the one thing I didn't believe about Louie with that thing, is that he ever threw out half of a slice of pizza. Yeah. Louie never <laughs> took two bites and then ditched the other half in his life. Yeah, absolutely not. Like in those opening credits where he's just like, hey, I'm just going to go into the comedy store and go to some talk about how I hate my kids. It's not like he's walking into like a like Lincoln Center or something. Yeah, it's an underground, like kind of, yeah, slightly divey place. Mm-hmm. Divey, kind of dusty. Dusty. The table. Comedy salute. Oh, yes. The table. Can you imagine table. you see that table? I can't. I can't. Have you seen the tables become a web series? Are you serious? It's a Comedy Central thing where they'll put put a camera at the table mm-hmm. now. So who's it? I got to sit and watch Nick DiPaolo sit at the table. Yeah. I cool think else. they let more than just the white people sit at the table okay. now, which is nice. That's nice. Yeah. The so who sits at the table, man? Oh, I, I, you'd have to dig up the archives. But uh, I, I saw our friend Chris was at the table. That's how I... Cuomo? Cuomo. Chris Cuomo? Chris Cuomo was at the table. Oh, Chris uh, Gethard. Yes. Yes. 
Chris made it to the table. Chris made it to the table. <clears throat> what if I was at the table? I finally get to the table and I sign it because I think it's the earwolf table. <laughs> and they're just like, and I get yelled at by, uh, who would I get yelled at by? Jim Norton Jim would Norton, yell at yeah. me for signing the table. Yeah. You don't sign this table. Godfrey flips out of you. Like, yes, I get yelled at by Godfrey. Congrats. You know what I miss pre-core? What? From pre-core? What's that? Uh, I miss... The light? Uh, our, our friend, Megan Keister, mm-hmm. um, and I, we saw, and I'm dying up here, that after their sets, they would go debrief at Cantor's. Mm-hmm. So we started going to Cantor's to debrief and about our sets. And it became a thing. It became a huge... And before you knew it... Before you knew it. The joke became reality. Absolutely. And suddenly you're just like... <laughs> Suddenly you're the joke. For the joke, yeah. And that's fine. And that's everything we wanted. Do you like Cantor's? Uh, Yeah. I like Cantor's a lot. He's better than Cantor's? Oh, Katz's is so much better than Cantor's. Well, Cantor's is all we have. Yeah. So. Well, go get another one. Weirdly, I've never had Katz's. Katz's. You've never eaten at Katz's? I've always been turned off by the line and the the prices. That is, I'll say, as a... Russian person, yeah, because Jewish deli food is, you know, has, there's a lot of overlap. It's strange that it's expensive, but they give you a big, a big thing of it. Yeah, they give you a big thing, Tom. Yeah. But you know, get big. You go there, you get it. I go there and I get like a. This is what I would get it. I go to Katz's because you get it. You go and they give you a ticket. Yeah, when you first go in, if you lose that ticket, boy, you're in trouble. You're out. <laughs> you got to pay like a hundred dollars. Yeah. So I would take that ticket, and you go up onto the to the line, and it's like a zoo there. Yeah. It's like people shoving stuff. You saw the episode of Impractical Jokers, where the Jokers, well, technically the Tenderloins, because Impractical Jokers is a show that mm-hmm. employs the Tenderloins. Thank you for to do their their prank based comedy. They are not the Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers is a show mm-hmm. featuring the Tenderloins. Can you name all four? Um, I just know Mur, Mur, and then there's uh the guy that like is around, comes on the best show. He comes on the best show, <laughs> and um, come on, you could name what's his name? Gosh, nice guy. Yeah, I've met him once. He was super nice. Uh, Andrew, not Andrew. I've done thinking Cuomo again. No, his uh, his his last name is the same as a thing that erupts and. Spits out Sal. Wow. Sal Sal Volcano. Yes, that I was there. almost uh, in an Impractical Jokers thing. I was sitting in like a cafe area in like an mm-hmm. office building, and then some guy started having a loud conversation on his phone. Yeah, and I just noticed people walking by had earpieces in. So you you flagged it as a production right off the bat. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I was I was also working in the same building mm-hmm. as the Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. So I would the, see the them around. Lines. So I was like, I, this feels weird. Yeah, the tender ones. The, sorry. The, yeah. uh, well, I was in the same building as the Impractical Jokers production office. Yes. So. Yeah, they, uh, how did we get all the way here? We were talking about Oh, because they do stuff. They did stuff at Katz's before. Mm-hmm. So you go to Katz's. And then they give you the ticket. And there's people all crowded at the counter waving their tickets around trying to get their orders in. You know what you do? Just take two, two singles, right? Two dollars. Drop in their cup. They take care of you. They just take care of you right off the bat. They give you some pickles. What do you want? 
you're you're good to go. You give me you, you tip to ensure proper service. Tips. Yeah. That's what tips are. Yeah. Also, another way is uh, if you just if there's someone in, in line in front of you and they, they, they make a sort of a complicated sandwich, mm-hmm. you can just save the stress and just say, I'll have what he's having. You can say that because mm-hmm. that was the a scene in, in When Harry Met Sally, not an that, Egghead I movie. Seen it. It's, uh, I knew that. You knew that, film. yeah. Well, you're a film buff. I'm a film head, yeah. Well, cinema, not film. Cinema aficionado. Yeah. Now, do you say just like when it's like, you're like, I like... Film, but I also like movies. Yeah, exactly. I just, have my fun. I mean, yeah, not just like a flick, buttoned up, right? You know? yeah. That's when you throw on, you throw on, you throw on dogma. Yeah, or, you throw on dogma. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is dogma not cinema? Or red state? Yeah, red state. Or tusk? <laughs> Definitely tusk. Or yoga hosers? Yeah. Or Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Yeah. Which I saw that. Did you? Mm-hmm. And. Look, it's not my, not for me. Yeah. But I, I have weirdly looped to a place where I just give this guy credit. He found his fan base and he holds on to them, and mm-hmm. gives them what they want. Good for them. Make I made your fans happy. I made it to Justin Long, and then I had to. I threw my hat in. I, I said, I well, threw pretty, the towel in. Sorry, that's pretty early in the. It's very early. You you didn't have, you didn't have what it took. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've I've heard the discourse on this show about mm-hmm. it, so yeah, I feel like I've seen. Well, AP like Mike it. watched it and was just like, and then immediately started giving Kevin Smith a hard time on Twitter again, <laughs> and like reengaged him. Apparently, <laughs> B Buster. Yeah, he went back to his old his old B Buster roots. Because yeah. Mike used to Mike when I met Mike, it was him winding me up because I said I like the band Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. And then Mike was saying they're not good. He was like harassing me online saying that they're <laughs> overrated. And then I was like tell this guy to call up. This guy should call up and I'm going to have it out with him on the air and he called up and then like within 6 months he was the call screener to the show. <laughs> and then he's been there for 16 years. <laughs> and I owe my career to him. Yeah, cuz cuz Brett Brett used to call. Do you know this story already? Anna, well, Anna, Anna, Anna. Either one is fine. You see, yeah. Brad used to call up um, <laughs> the show and would do characters, and then I'd hang up on him regularly. But then he'd keep trying, like that that ant in High Hopes pushing that rubber yeah. tree plant. Sisyphean. But Mike would be like, Mike would guide guide you. He'd be like, mm-hmm. just. <laughs> Like, just be more... What would what's some advice he would give you? He'd just be like... It, it, it wasn't even uh, constructive criticism. It was just, uh, yeah, it'll work. Just, he was just, just keep, telling you, yeah, just keep, keep going. Do, you're doing everything right. <laughs> so this is fun. the one thing his job is for, is to avoid people yeah. calling in. Yeah. And, and Brad used to call us all these different characters, and then... Before you knew it, he's on the show. He's doing a rap battle against Ted Leo. He's in studio. He's, and then it's me and Josh and Benny. We're all we're all on hold. Yeah, it's at that point. Apparently, I was getting prank phone called by by Brett Davis and the Safty Brothers. (laughs) Yes, who um, would call and yell about basketball Mm -hmm. and like wind me up with that and. But now look at them. Exactly. And now look at me. Exactly. 
I could be one of the mutants in one of their movies, right? You absolutely one of the street yeah. mutants. Yeah, you got one of the right. Yeah, you're a buddy duress adjacent type. Well, that's very nice. Buddy duress is. Uh, I think they. I think Josh just did an interview with Buddy Duress on there. Did they let him? He was I think, in prison. I think he was. He's a, it was from prison. He's currently at Rikers. He's still there. Yeah. Can I tell you something? What's that? I mean, I don't mean to. He got in there because he broke parole for being here shooting something. Okay. That I was in. Really? Yeah. Well, whatever. And how'd that go? Great, but he broke parole. Yeah. We hung out. (laughs) I took him on a tour of downtown. Mm -hmm. I took him to the last bookstore. Mm -hmm. Hold on while we wait for this. So he broke parole. He broke parole. To be in a movie that you were in. Yeah, yeah. Nice little sci-fi joint. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I took him to the last bookstore. Okay. And he goes, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I love to read. I actually love Anne Rice. So that's my pull quote. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you you trying to get me to do here? (laughs) What is it? Want to go? Get me me out of here. Failure is not an option. He's a great actor. Fantastic actor. He's so good. But I could be one of those street mutants in one of their movies. Yeah, I think so. Give me the money. That's I want so the good. money. <laughs> yeah. I want my money. It really sounds like you your lung capacity is at... What's that? It sounds like your lung capacity is at 15%. <laughs> that is exactly... <laughs> that would be the thing where the doctor is just like, you need to get your go. get, get your affairs in order. Else, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's time to start wrapping it up and make sure that will is signed. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I want to try to get... Speaking of mutants, I don't know if you've ever covered this on the show. I was talking to Anna about this, and uh, have you ever seen the Bill Zucker Kelsey Grammer Comedy Hour? I watched something you posted, yeah, of that, and that was was Scott Bayo a guest on that? Scott Bayo is a, a fe- he's a, one of the players. Okay, <laughs> the one of the players, players. Yeah. featured players. And what was the show called? It's called the Bill Zucker Kelsey Grammer, Grammar Comedy Hour. Well, that's catchy. Yeah. Um, it's also great they put Bill Zucker first. He, 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 he outranks Kelsey Grammer. I mean, Kelsey Grammer is, is Ed McMahon. Okay. Let's, it's, it's the Bill show. But I... Barely there. Okay. Yeah. I think I first saw it like years and years ago, and then I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a top ten list. I'm going to start performing from. You do a great Kelsey Grammer. Practice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he's. I'm, I'm obsessed with Kelsey Grammer. What would happen if Kelsey Grammer <laughs> was hanging out with Buddy Duress? What would that sound like? <laughs> Anna, do Buddy Duress. Uh, they're at. What if they're at? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. at. Where are they? Taco dumpster Taco. ordering. Okay. But Brett, Buddy Duress took Kelsey Grammer to Taco Dumpster to eat. <laughs> what does that? And that would sound a little something like this. Go. Go do it. I'm pathologically attracted to tacos. This is my favorite spot. Yeah, there's many uh, attractive women that are working here. I'm excited to get to get to talk to them. It's okay with some to keep in mind, as I already said. Failure's not an option. 
<laughs> yes. End scene. That's great. And Kelsey Grammer, he um, that was fantastic. He's uh, yeah, that was He's one of those guys who no one wants it. No one mm-hmm. wants it. But apparently, he got through the door. Yeah, and keeps getting hot. No one says two for the Kelsey Grammer. The new Kelsey Grammer movie, please. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody seeks out. Like he's just there. Yeah. I mean, credit where he's really good at the one thing: falling, yeah. falling. Yeah. Still the best thing he ever did. Absolutely. <laughs> I was at a small world pretending I was a UN ambassador. Oh, good lord! Oh, good lord! Uh, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I just. I apologize for any, but this 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 oh, thing. Good Lord, we've we've gotten we 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 bonded over this. And we found out a, a comedian was involved and uh, got some inside information about it. That this was Kelsey Grammer's like pitch for a. Um, he was trying to make Kelsey TV his sure. own his own YouTube. And he just needed content, and this Bill Zucker guy, who just seems like, uh, it's, it's really hard to... The quote from the friend was, he is a guy who seems like he owns a lot of limos. And that's a, also a fact on his Wikipedia page. Yeah. He's a, he wrote his own Wikipedia page. He's a musician. Unfortunately, passed away. So I'd Bill Zucker sp- passed away? Rest yeah. in power. Yeah. Yeah, right. Not trying to speak ill of the dead, but mm-hmm. it's yes. unbelievable. And I really want everyone to see this. Yeah. And it's, it's, so it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like a... It has like worse... Like, like the, 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 the show you did... Uh, what was it again? Speci- specials. Yeah. Specials. Mm-hmm. You had infinitely better production value than that the star of Frasier. Yeah. It's You're- unbelievable how bad it is. Yeah. It seems like if it were anybody other than Kelsey Grammer, it would maybe make a little sense. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's just like the weird coterie of like tea party celebrities mm-hmm. decided to do... An idea of comedy. Yes, but sometimes in these moments, in these productions, as a as an egghead, I'll tell you that if you if you look in the dumpster, sometimes you might just find gold. Yeah. Um, and the gold to which I'm referring in this specific case is that there's a sketch where Scott Baio is taking a shit. I'm sorry to speak crudely, but he there's no toilet paper. So Scott Baio, in a pinch, takes off his T-shirt and wipes his ass with his own T-shirt. Great. And so where else are you going to get that? Yeah. We find out that Bill Zucker has stolen all of the toilet paper. Just sort of eerie, given the state of the world. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. might say they were trying to send us a message. Yeah. I don't... I, I, <laughs> stone, the, the sketch Stone Temple Pilots, where Bill Zucker and some woman are pilots that are stoned... I don't know where that what that is <laughs> predicting. I think that is yet to come. Yeah, I is, mean, he's a Nostradamus who's uh, who's uh, whose visions are you know some of them might be beyond us still. Sure, we have not reached that point. We haven't yet. reached Stone Temple sure. Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. We someday, Stoned. someday we will get there. One day. Is there a lot of comped backgrounds on this thing? No, like they're not even like doing that they're not wouldn't know how to so they're just doing it straight up like improv style like just imagine we're on a plane 
Well, they, they got a plane. Oh, they he, did. His oh, connections okay. run deep. Okay. Like, he's got a music career, very Joe Exotic-y music videos. Mm-hmm. One has Jenny McCarthy. Did you see the Tiger King yet? Yeah, oh my God. Can oh we talk about Tiger King for 30 minutes? is a character. Now that is a character. This guy is nuts. He crazy. had a zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Even me making fun of it now, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of... Tom's a little bit of a tired king. Thank you, Anna. You don't I'm like the tired. That. Well, it's nice you called uh, that I'm a, any kind of king. But you're a king, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Slay king. Okay, well. well that's also fits Joe Exotic. Things are he, bad. Joe yeah, Exotic yeah. was yeah. the slay king also, because he <laughs> would slay a tiger that cost too much to feed. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully he never sees... Uh, feels natural sunlight hit his face ever again <laughs> like not through not through bars mm. he's gonna get out and then he's gonna be on like whatever the future version of hollywood squares is that is my prediction you think that's where he'll end up i think he'll be a like our our charo mm-hmm. joe exotic will be the charo for for the mm-hmm. for millennials yeah because you're a millennial Brad. i'm a millennial proud a millennial. of it Yes. And are you proud to be a millennial? No. No? You look at them, you think they're weak, right? I think they're weak. You think they're weak just because you've you've had a go of it. It hasn't been an easy life. (laughs) And when you see these comedians and they're crying, I didn't get my joke right. You're just like, (laughs) you weaklings, right? Exactly. Yeah. You're just like back in the old Mother Russia yeah. All we had was Brooklyn Nine Nine. My mom. Yeah, we had Brooklyn Nine Nine, and not the complete season. <laughs> not even now. You didn't. You don't have millennials in Russia. We don't have that. We have my my mom had to use toilet paper instead of a menstrual pad. You know. Okay. Yeah. And another thing is that I mean that a lot of people talk about when they talk about the differences is just that like between men and between women. between men and women. No, no, no. Between the United States and. Uh, Russia yeah, would be yeah. that just like like here we watch a fair amount of TV yeah in the United States okay but in Russia TV watches you ex- exactly yes yeah exactly and that's tough is that true was that that's shot- actually really tough now was that surprising for you that the when you came here and the TV <laughs> was not watching you <laughs> and you you were watching it that was probably one of the toughest adjustments sure. Yeah. yeah, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. And and as a woman, that's mm-hmm. even tougher. Oh, no, that's a hard adjustment. It's a hard adjustment. And right. forgive me, this is an insensitive question, but do you ever miss when TV watch you? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Look, Brad, you miss the bagels and I the pizza. Anna misses <laughs> the TV watching you. Going TV down watches the you, watch you. Yeah. I miss that. That's irreplaceable. Now, speaking of irreplaceable, but uh, thank you for the segue. <laughs> One thing that's irreplaceable is the podcast for laundry. Yeah. But fans fans are just going to have to make do because the storied run has come to its, its conclusion. It's done. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You've wrapped up two things. Because this is my worst nightmare. Young Brett Davis <laughs> takes the worst lessons from Tom, his hero, his 
god, some would say, to him. King. King. Yeah. Does a show. Doesn't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. Pays every price there is to pay for not knowing when to say goodbye. When I tell, I go to a, an event and I run into a John Oliver at it uh, years ago. And I tell him, well, I'm finally going to end the best show on WFMU. I can't do it for free anymore. And he says to me, what took you so long? Like, you can't do that for free. What were you thinking the whole time? Basically. And that the idea that a young Brett Dinklage would see that. David Davis. What's that? Davis. That a young Davis Dinklage would see that and be like, I'm going to do a thing. And the lesson I learned is I'm going to do it till the end of time. Until it goes through many permutations where people take it for granted over and over. Mm Mm-hmm. To see you walk away from these things warms my heart. Yeah, I mean, I, thank you for that. But also, you know, walk away is a funny way of putting it. Well, you've got a future ahead of you. You're still, you still got two arms. You still got two legs. You still this got a true. working comedy brain. Yeah. What's next? What do you want to do next? Oh, I don't know. I, I feel I feel like I've I've gotten I had my wagon and I came a, 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 across a river and I was like, well, you know, I guess I'll just leave the wagon and swim across uh, with what I need. And then I came to a larger river and I left more stuff and mm-hmm. I don't know what's beyond this river. So, and now it's just you. It's a beautiful analogy. Thank you. Yeah, I was waiting for that. It's like you two said, right? The only thing. Did you leave behind? Remember when they said that? I thought it said love oh. is the only thing that you can get. The only thing that you can't leave behind. Remember that song? Yeah. And if the darkness is to keep us apart, right? And if your glass heart should crack, Right? You know the song. Walk on. They did it at the Super Bowl. Walk on. Remember? You remember that song? A newer YouTube. tonight. Remember? It's 9-11. If they don't do it on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I don't know it. The only music you know is on boom, 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 boom. Right? That's the only song you know. It's the only song you know is that. It's the theme. You thought that was the... I go, that's all music. Mm-hmm. And I love music. Yes. But congratulations on the end of, of podcast for laundry. You did it. Well, thanks. Stand down. Just like Rocky. Just like, not like, not like Rambo. Like Rambo. Stand down, Rambo. Mm-hmm. Like when, when his sergeant or whoever it was was telling him, Rambo, stand down in the first movie. Because the first movie, do you know these Rambo movies, how they were? You're going to hate Rambo 3. Because that is, it's Rambo fighting the Soviet Union. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Because the first one is Rambo's just this Vietnam vet walking through a town, right? Yeah. And then the local cops don't like this drifter. And then they bring out, he, his, his training comes back and he fights the town. It was called First Blood. Then the second movie was called Rambo First Blood Part 2. And then that was him going and like going over to fight like overseas somewhere. Then Rambo, see, then they made a mistake because it was Rambo First Blood Part Two. It should have been something Rambo Two First Blood Part Three. When everybody goes, it's Rambo Three. No, that's Rambo. That's Rambo Two First Blood Three. Mm -hmm. Always got me 
mad. The third one, (laughs) he goes and he decides to start helping these guys who want to form something called Al-Qaeda. And Rambo helps them (laughs) fight the Soviet (laughs) Union. And it's great. He teaches them and they, they push back against these horrible Soviet soldiers. And then Rambo teaches these guys how to fight and how to win fights and then they're like thank you rambo we will now become al-qaeda and we'll we are finally someone has taught us how to attack and how to fight (laughs) that's the plot of rambo 3 then rambo 4 was called just rambo was called john rambo Mm -hmm. that one i did not see but i did watch recently a movie called Last Blood it was called Rambo Last Blood and he's living down on the border of the US and Mexico and he fights like a Mexican gang like San Diego No and uh, like around like the like the Texas and mm, okay. like around there No he's not in San Diego <laughs> It's Rambo <laughs> Yeah he's at Comic-Con He's at Comic-Con <laughs> Rambo's at Hall H he performs at the La Jolla Improv. I know you're... Yes, he's down at the San Diego. Give him Pounding that pavement. Tell you one thing I'm not doing. I'm not giving Rambo the light. <laughs> Tell me why. Right? You better not. Yeah. You give me the light. No one gives me the light. Is that Rambo? I think it was more Joe Namath oh, okay. than Rambo. Okay. Joe Namath had that weird Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania light where the L's, he rolls the L's when he speaks. It's Dutch. He, sa- he sounds like gr- the Grease Man. Okay. A little bit. He's du- he's got, yes, he's got a Dutch eye. Rambo's Dutch. <laughs> I guess that's the Pennsylvania. Joe Namath was was from Arkansas and then played football in... No, wait, he was from Pennsylvania, played football in Arkansas, and then ended up with this weird Western Pennsylvania Southern accent that makes no sense for anyone, and then came to New York City. Well, as a recent viewer of The Deer Hunter, yes. who, one, who one could argue is the Pennsylvania Rambo? That The Deer Hunter was the Pennsylvania Rambo. Mm-hmm. Well, they should have just called it Pennsylvania Rambo. Pennsylvania Rambo. <laughs> right? That could have easily become a similar franchise. Pennsylvania Rambo. Pennsylvania Robert De Niro, just like, we're calling you back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he'd do it. De Niro was very selective about the things he does. Well, he's very picky. It's a missed opportunity is what I'm saying. I mean, he'll do The Intern, but... Intern's a very good movie, though. I know. Do you like The Intern? I love it. I do, too. Of course. The Intern has this... If you watch The Intern, to me, it could very well be a horror movie that the horror just never starts in because it's like... We need we need help. I'm trying. I'm a busy working woman, and I need help. What if this old guy can help us with our lives? And then they, he's a mysterious old guy. And then like he, they don't know a whole lot about him. And then he like gets man. more and more entrenched in their lives and gets like possessive yeah. over. Like that's like a horror movie. As but home in, invasion, yeah, truly. But in this movie, it's just like it's nice. Like it doesn't. It never turns horrific. Because he even catches uh, the husband uh, uh, cheating on Anne Hathaway. Uh, what's his face? Durs from uh, Workaholics. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's your favorite of the work? R- rank the Workaholics, please. This is not the first time. 
Yeah. There was a, a conversation in, in line at the grocery store mm-hmm. about who the hottest workaholic was. That's where we're at. Well, let me see if I can... Can I guess? Do you both have an opinion of this who the is, hottest this workaholic This was not a conversation we had. This is an overheard conversation. Oh, it's an overheard conversation. Yes. So this is not your opinion. I'm not going to give your opinion. In that I conversation, they're going to say Blake was the hottest. They or I? I don't know. The, the Brett, who's the hottest thing? workaholic? They said Blake. They said Blake. Who do you say is the hottest workaholic? I think the one that's not Adam and the one that's not Blake. Durs. Sure. Sure. We've <laughs> never watched the show. Anna, rank the workaholics. Okay, so his name's Durs? Anders. But we, Anders. we are, but fans call oh, him Durs. The fans, okay. Anders home. The workheads. Okay, us workheads. Number one. He's number one. Then you're going with Adam Devine. Again, a Sophie's choice. You're going with Adam Devine next, or you're going with Blake. I mean, this is a career ender, but for sure. But I find Blake wholly insufferable. So he's just number All right. three. I'm. Just, I know. That's fine. He's the one that gets like Jay Richard songs on the show, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been it. If Adam Devine, cool. Let's just say very cool shows. If Adam Devine's soundtrack in that Adam show, Adam Devine came into the bar where I work and uh, ordered four IPAs and mm-hmm. called me baby. I mean, upward of four times in a okay. two-minute transaction. Upward. Was it a nice five. baby? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he meant malice. Thank you, baby. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like, very. Was it infantilizing? It was a little infantilizing. A little bit. It wasn't go, just like, "Hey, baby," and slap some money down. We're not in New York. We're not a Katz's no, Nellie. We're not we a Katz's. We can't be doing that. I remember McManus, <laughs> yeah. where the all the improvisers hung out, and I remember one time Bruce Willis walked in, Albert, and, Albert. and he went. He ordered like a whiskey, and they gave him the whiskey, drank it. He slapped a hundred dollars, and it walked right out. Wow! That's my first crash. Bruce Willis. Yeah. What's the your favorite Bruce Willis movie? Fifth Element. Which one? Fifth Element. The Fifth Element. Yeah. Okay, you like that one? Love that one. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan of Look Who's Talking to. It's a little. I didn't. We didn't have that in Russia, and I'm okay. I'm being sincere. So it was a little strange to me to okay. come into that as an adult. Well, because in because he was the voice of the baby. Is that correct, Brad? Yes. So in in him in, and in into Roseanne was also a voice of the baby. Sure. In Russia, then you would not get Bruce Willis. No, and actually, we had one translator translating everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy. It was very lo-fi production. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy would be often eating like a sandwich while he would be translating movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you get a nice, so okay, crunch. It, I rem- a nice crunch. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the perfect? What's the perfect crunch? What's the perfect <laughs> Russian sandwich? What's the sandwich that makes really you do think? Sandwiches, man. What's that? We don't really do sandwiches. Only the guy who does movie, only he gets to eat sandwiches? Yeah, he's eating <laughs> The sandwich. guy who translates movies? Well, he's going overseas, getting the movie. Coming oh, back so they're flying him they're over. Flying him over. So he gets here and there's a sandwich waiting for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he was confused at first? Like, was he trying to figure out how do I what is this? eat this thing? The word for sandwich in Russian is butterbrot, which is butter bread. 
butter so bread. The w- the way you in which you would have a sandwich mm-hmm. is to literally have yeah. a piece of bread with butter mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching Titanic. Mm-hmm. He's translating both parts. Okay. And in the most, you know, in the seminal scene where, uh, she, you know, she's on a door or whatever, and mm-hmm. then he's, he's about to drown. Mm-hmm. This guy's translating both parts and eating. Mm-hmm. And he's, so it's translated like, okay, Rose, um, I mean, <clears throat> you know, never let go. Okay, Jack. <clears throat> I, pretty, I mean, I won't. Mm-hmm. And that's how it went. <laughs> that. That's romance. Yeah, no, that the ma- that kind of takes a little little dings the cinematic magic <laughs> a little bit. For me, more. Yeah. I think it's more realistic. Sure. Rough around the edges. Well, look, I want to say this. Anna Saragina. I'm showing respect. I'm saying Saragina. Thank you. You're very funny. Wow, Tom. You're a top comic. <laughs> okay. And I'm so sorry that this pandemic has taken away your stage time. Yeah. Goopy has been compromised. <laughs> Goopy's been compromised. <laughs> Soon you'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> your top shelf. Top chef? Top shelf. Good top stuff. Chef. The good stuff. Okay. It's on the top shelf. Okay. Not the cheap stuff. Yep. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Tom. Now, bread. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Brett. What's that? Brett. Brett. Mm-hmm. Brett, thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations on your triumphant run with the podcast for Laundry. And now the world is your oyster. That's right. And it's waiting for you. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Hey, who? I can't wait to see what everyone does next. Let's not put the pressure on me. No, it's all thing. on you. We're going to all follow your lead. <laughs> no. But thank you, Brett. Well, thank you. You're the best. You're the best. And it's been a privilege to call you friend for it's all these years. It's been a privilege to call you dad amongst friends. I hate that. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Awesome. Thank you to Brett Davis. Thank you to Anna Sergina for being a part of the show. You're both the best and remember patreon.com slash the best show that's how you support the show each and every week double threat podcast check that out so far the Crosby Stills Nash and Young show will do another Q&A in the next week or so we'll go up on the Patreon all sorts of stuff we'll keep it going I'm trying you're trying let's all keep trying I'm thinking of you and hoping everybody's good Stay strong. Take care of yourselves. Bye.